Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours ah welcome back our number two it is beamer in for tom bowerly this week on news radio 930 wben hope you're having a great start to what i think is probably the best week of the year uh the week leading up to the christmas holiday a week from today uh 803-0930 star 930 gets you on the show we're talking about the pulling cars tweets we should have a liner for that, like uh, some kind of open. The Pulling Cars tweets. Da, 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 da. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that's what we're talking about. The Pulling Cars tweets uh, here. Uh, Beamer in for Bowerly. Hold on just one second. Now, if you're just joining us and you don't know what happened, on Saturday, the county executive tweeted, I'm enjoying the replies from out-of-state trolls to my post about who are essential personnel authorized to drive during a snowstorm travel ban. Here's the deal. Since you hate government so much, don't call 911 after getting stuck and demand we save your, and I'm quoting, sorry patriot butts. That is from the county executive here in Erie County. He then uh, followed up. Now, again, this is at 9.57. This is 9.57 on a Saturday. Most people are spending time with loved ones, Maybe at a child's sporting event or a practice. Maybe working out at the gym. It was nice Saturday. Maybe you went for a run. I would, I would say most people are in that group of one of those things. The county executive is tweeting about people in their sorry patriot butts. That is what the county executive is doing on a Saturday, man, uh, a Saturday morning. So, again, I, I, I think, you know, the first part of all this, it's, it's just – He's lonely, right? He's lonely. He's got nothing going on. And he's on Twitter at 9.57, Saturday morning. And he's like, what can I say? You know, let's see. My last my last tweet only got 20,000 views. The tweet before that only got 19,000 views. What, what could I do to get people to talk about me? And, and I, I'm not kidding myself. He loves the fact that we're talking about him, right? I mean, th- this is the kind of... You know, I, I don't think I'll ever understand that. I, I, I am not one to have an ego, right? I, I get humbled pretty quickly. Um, this is someone who, who loves when people are talking about him, right? The election's over. He's not really part of the news. He, he had his announcement on Thursday. You know, but people are, are going on with their lives. You know, most of us have a life. So they're doing things with their families. They're Christmas shopping. They're doing stuff like that. The county executive is home alone saying, how can I get people talking about me? 
And that's what he does. He tweets this out and gets the uh, 176,000 views. He then responded a few hours later saying the response to this tweets are amazing. The same people who for days said they will ignore a travel ban in a blizzard, which we've issued many times before. By the way, no one said they were going to ignore a travel ban. That didn't happen. You're making it up. Are now saying we must save them. Of course, we respond to all... Uh, 911 calls, even for those who put themselves in harm's way. I think that's a very insensitive statement. You know, we're less than a year away from when we lost 47 people in a blizzard. And now the county executive is saying, well, we couldn't get to you because you put yourself in harm's way. I think that's insensitive for any leader to say. And I'm sure if it was a member of the Republican Party saying that, the county executive would call them out. Um, And the people who are applauding him for, you know, telling them how it is. Um, would, would be saying the same thing, right? And I just, I, I think it's, like I said, I think there's a lot of angles to look at this tweet. And, you know, one is, this is someone who cannot put up with criticism, right? They say, he's, he has said in the past, he has said in the past, I don't mind criticism. He said this of former President Trump, uh, pulling licenses of TV networks is what was done in old banana republics. Criticism comes with elected jobs in this country. If you can't handle the criticism, you aren't up for the job, especially president. That's from the county executive, October 11th, 2017. Um, but we, the county executive, we know can't take criticism. He, hasn't, he has numerous times uh, not invited this very station's newsroom, which is not related to the news talk, by the way. Um, we have not gotten press releases from the county executive. Because of, you know, the talk show's criticisms. It's the same guy. The only, you know, when you talk Erie County, you've got the three elected officials, right? The three big ones. You've got the governor, you've got the mayor, and you've got the county executive. During a blizzard where people were stuck, where people had lost electricity, where a lot of Erie County was listening to WBEN, the county executive was the only one to not come on this station. So, no, he can't handle criticism. It's very clear that he can't handle criticism. Um, we had the Governor Kathy Hochul. By the way, Governor Kathy Hochul, we've, had, uh, critici- we've been critical of Kathy Hochul, right, on this station. She, was, she came on um, during the blizzard. Mayor Byron Brown, um, who's always been very, uh, you know, uh, has always uh, been on the station when there's big news events going on. And I would say that there's been criticisms of the mayor on this station. He has been on the station. He came on during the blizzard. Sean Ryan, I've been very critical of Sean Ryan. State Senator Sean Ryan now regularly comes on Hardline. And he's been critical of this radio station. Do we not invite him on because, oh, he said something bad about the the radio station? No. No. But that's how adults work, right? That's how it works. When you're an adult, yeah, people are going to criticize you. I, 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 as a fill-in talk show host, put up with a lot of criticisms. It's just something you have to do. You wanted to be an, uh, uh, an elected official. You wanted to tell us during COVID how much power you have. Yeah, people are going to be critical. And again, I, I think if, you look, if we look at this just from the portal that has been proposed, I think there are issues with the portal. That's not me. Now, hold on. Mark Pullen cars before you before you go and tweet anything out, that's not me saying ignore a travel ban. Those words never came out of my mouth. I don't think they came out of anyone's mouth on this station. 
That's not me saying ignoring our travel ban. What I'm saying is, I think there are a few issues with your proposed portal. Okay? That's all I'm saying. Now, we can talk like adults, or you can just tell me not to call 911 if I have an emergency. So, I think it's embarrassing. Like, I, I think it's, it, it, it's, it's an embarrassing tweet. And the fact that we are now two days removed, and he hasn't apologized for it. Because, let me tell you, let me tell you, as a millennial, okay, social media is, I've been on social media since what, 04, whenever MySpace was, and you ranked your friends. By the way, I was never anyone's top friend, and uh, unlike some people, I don't hold a grudge for it. Um, I've been on social media the last 20 years, right? And there have been times where I have tweeted things out that I instantly regret that I've had to say, you know what, it was an in-the-moment thing. I think anyone listening to my voice can relate to saying thing, something in the moment, right? And then once either you hear it come out of your mouth or, you know, 30 minutes you remove yourself and you go back and go, oh, I shouldn't have said it. I should not have said that, right? I mean, it, it, we've all, I'm sure, over the years have said things to people that we love that we didn't mean, right? In the... Heat of the moment, to put it like the great song by the band Asia. We've said things that we don't mean. We've said things that maybe we could have worded differently. What do we usually do? What do adults usually do? They go back and apologize. I, I've given this speech before when, Trump, uh, when former President Trump would tweet. The former president never apologized, and, I, I, and the county executive never apologized. I don't expect the county executive to apologize. I expect him to actually get, um, you know, he's hearing more criticism. He's probably going to put something else out there. Um, but what do you think? 803 star 930. What was, what's your reaction to something like this? And, and I, I really want to hear the calls out there. I know you're listening. I'd like to hear from supporters of Mark Pullencars. Like I'm really interested in hearing this because I, I've got to think if you're on his campaign team, if you are someone who... If you're an elected official that campaigned for him, that said, you know, he's the, the guy for the job, I, I'd like to know your reaction to this. Like, what, what's the excuse for tweeting something like this? 803 star 930. Because this just plays into the narrative that I, I – this is how I see the RAF building. The RAF building is high school, right? It, it's run like high school. It's people who never grew up. Again, there's two ways that you would treat the Wrath building like high school. You either never grew up or I, I, you, you want to go back. And it just seems very, it, it seems like it's run very much like they run, you know, you, you've got the different, different groups in the Wrath building, the popular group, the, the nerds, the, you know, all that stuff. Um, that's, just, that's just the feel I get when I see tweets like this. Uh, but I don't know. 803 star 930. I, I, I would like to know what you think of this, what it illustrates. I mean, again, we, we hear so much about the temperament to hold the job. I, I, I don't know if someone's, if this is the reaction to criticism, do you really have the temperament for, for the position? I, I don't know. Obviously, he won 58% to 40%. He won by 18% of the people who showed up to vote. So I'm in the minority. 
Um, and you know what? It is what it is. But I just thought that's – I think that's an embarrassing tweet. And if that was someone that I had campaigned for or if that's someone who I worked for, I would be very embarrassed to be associated with that person. And I'm going to leave it at that. 803 start 930 If you have a comment on that, you can um, – you can call in, obviously, until the show's over. Amherst, yes, the municipality of Amherst. I've spent most of my life in Amherst, and we've known, we've talked about the increase in tax, the tax hike that we're seeing in Amherst, 11% tax hike. Well, tonight there's going to be a meeting about that tax hike, and you're going to have people probably in that building a half hour before it starts so they can get a seat. My question to you at 803-0930, star 930, and on the text board at 803-0930, what do you want to learn about the tax hike? What would be an acceptable answer when you ask why this tax hike? 11%. But it's also dirty politics, right? I I mean, the tax hike wasn't announced until after the election. After the town board election in Amherst, then the tax hike is announced, just like in Erie County, right? Nothing about the gas tax, nothing, nothing, nothing. As soon as Mark Polonkars is reelected, the legislature votes to end the, um, the relief on the gas tax. I guess things weren't doing as well as the county executives said they were during the election. But this is nothing new. And now you have people in Amherst. They want answers. What are we getting with this 11% uh, tax hike? Now, I'm, I'm, not an, I, I'm, I'm leaving Amherst in a, in a month. Um, I'm not a property owner in Amherst, so this doesn't directly affect me. Uh, but I'm sure if I stayed in the building that I'm in now, it would have affected my rent. My rent would have gone up. Um, so if you rent, this probably will affect you as well. And, you know, you heard Shelly Schratz called in earlier and talked with David and talked about, you know, passing this right along, the supervisor being told to not answer certain questions. Um, now I look at that, I hear that, and I see the polling cars tweet, and I think these are this this is both examples of leaders in Western New York. And I think this is a problem with politics on both sides of the political aisle. You've got people in power who know it all. They will not listen to anyone who disagrees. They will not listen to criticisms. And I think that makes for a weak leader. I think to be a strong leader, you've got to be open, number one, to criticisms, but number two, to consider the fact that maybe the plan that you have isn't 100% correct, or maybe there can be things tweaked to the plan that you made. And unfortunately, our leaders today, and again, on both sides of the aisle, this is not just Democrats, this is Republicans and Democrats, uh, but when you talk about local leadership, you're, we're running out of Republicans to throw in there. So um, that's why it might sound like I'm going after one party. I'm not. Um, I, I don't think you can be a good leader if you can't listen to opposing views, if you can't consider that you might be wrong. 
if every time someone's critical of you, your immediate reaction is to bash them because emotionally you can't handle it, I don't think you're a good leader. If the first thing to do when someone is disagreeing with you is to say, I'm not going to respond, and you must just be a Republican troll at this meeting, I don't think you're a good leader. I think, again, you can listen to opposing views and at the end of the day think you're right. But like I always say, I know where I stand politically, right? That's why I usually listen to people who disagree with me. Number one, I don't, get, I don't have an emotional reaction when someone says uh, something that's critical of, uh, of a belief I have. But I do that to either confirm what I believe or say, oh, you know what? They might have an idea. Let me look more into this. And I'm just, you know, a nobody. If you're an elected official, all day you should be listening to opposing viewpoints. Again, if what you're saying is right, If what you're proposing is right, then an opposing viewpoint should do nothing but confirm that. Or maybe make you reconsider. And that goes to Republicans, Democrats, and anyone in elected office. Let's go to Matt in Williamsville before the the break. Matt, what do you got for us? Hi, can you hear me? Loud and clear. All right. Um... So the reason I'm calling is you wanted somebody to call in. I'm, I'm not necessarily a big supporter of Mark Polenkars, um, but I do think that the tweet uh, was pretty much right on point. Okay. Um, I think it's something that needed to be said about the current state that things are in. Um, I think that on the right, um, a lot of times there's a big push for anti-regulation, anti-big government, um, you know, things like that. And, and whenever there are mandates put in place or restrictions on things, there's a tendency to, to push back on that. And I think that it happened during COVID as well with people refusing to get vaccines, refusing to wear masks, and then expecting the services of, you know, the socialist services of the government to step in and, you know, basically make room for them, crowded emergency rooms, things like that. Or in the South, when their budgets aren't there because they have low taxes or they have, you know, no regulations. When natural disasters happen, they rely on the northern states to come in and bail them out and, and things like that. And I, I do think that it does need to be said that it is a bit hypocritical that when things are bad, like during that blizzard, you rely on the services of that you so adamantly fight to defund. Yeah, well, when speaking about the travel ban, I, I, I actually, if, if you could hold during the break, I'd like to talk to you more about the first thing you said. But during the travel ban, Matt, I... I I think a lot of people got stuck. They were coming home from work, right? I mean, the travel ban wasn't put in, in place. I, I would I would argue 40, most of the 47 people who sadly uh, passed away didn't put themselves in harm's way. They were there, and the storm moved in uh, earlier than it was planned. Like, I, I think it's a little insensitive to say. I don't that's, I think that's fine. I think that, I think that the tweet is – is possibly not the most eloquent way of putting it, um, but I do I do get the message. I do think the message had to be sent that it's and and as far as uh, not respecting criticism, I think there's a difference between uh, taking away someone's news credentials, like he criticized Trump for, and not allowing somebody at a press briefing or not inviting someone to a press briefing or giving them information when it's it's a source that is quite literally a mouthpiece for the Republican Party. So, I mean, if you this 
this radio station. I do listen to it when it's non-political. Generally, I have, happen to have it on today, um, but it, it has to be something. I mean, this station is very clearly just most of the content is geared towards naysaying things that people on the Democratic side do. Whether or not it's justified, um, uh, let me let me tell you this. I, I think our opinion shows. I, I mean, I, I am not a, a one party person. I, I I consider myself mo- mostly moderate. But regardless, I think our newsroom is completely separate of the talk. Like I, I think you know most people know that. Like you have the newsroom. Tom Puckett doesn't have his opinion. Tom Puckett gives you the news. Like I, and, and when we had a blizzard, Matt. We were the only station on 24, 24 hours the, the, through the whole weekend. To say that station doesn't belong at a press conference, uh, again, where was your where was Mark Polongar's beloved NPR during the blizzard? You know what I'm saying? Like I, I think that's kind of a slap in the face. When yeah, you might disagree with our opinions when it comes to politics, but w- when when needed, we provide a service that no one else in the area does. I, I, I understand that, and I, I do I do agree that the newsroom should have a separate place, but I think that what happens is these politicians come in, um, and they're afraid that if they have somebody like WBEN in the newsroom and with the talk that goes along with it during the blizzard, it might muddy the waters and, and muffle the message that they're trying to get across to people about being safe and things like that because of that sentiment of, you know, anti-Mark Poland cars and and that's not the time to do that. So I think that muddying the waters with a lot of this stuff is a legitimate fear of politicians in the area. And that's why they wouldn't invite somebody like WBEM. Matt, I, I always appreciate getting an opposing view. Now, when it's not political, what topics do you like on the station? Just so we can take a survey here. <laughs> uh, I generally like when I'm listening to Tom Bowerly, I like I, I, I actually uh I like a lot of the stuff that he does about, like, uh, when he has his wife on, does the psychic talks. I really like that. Um, just, you know, kind of the goofy stuff he does. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of that stuff. Well, you know, I, I like listening to people call in and tell their stories. And Well, I promise you, we're not going to be all politics this week. This is, this is a rare exception. Um, <laughs> so I hope you stay tuned. Matt, I, I appreciate this. And, hey, always feel free. I, when, when I do get into politics, I love hearing the opposing view. Uh, I think it's really important to get all sides because – I don't think this station's a mouthpiece for a party. I think this is this station is the voice of Buffalo, and I think if you disagree with the the the, the host, you should get your voice heard because I think all voice voices uh, should be heard. And I appreciate you being called, Matt. Uh, you call him, Matt. Thank you for the call. Eight hundred three zero nine thirty. Start nine thirty. Back after this on News Radio nine thirty WBEN. Your fever is high, and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Seems true, especially if you're uh, looking at social media. Welcome back. It's Beamer in for Bowerly here on WBEN. Glad to be with you. Um, and I appreciate Matt calling in. I, I, that's what I want more of. Like this is not, this is not the station is not a, the the talking piece for a particular political party. Uh, you've got to why that is the thinking process. Just it's not. It, it, this this is WBEN, the voice of Buffalo. So if you have an opinion, if you think I'm wrong, if you think, if you think I'm being unfair, call in, 803-0930. If you want to support the tweet, support the tweet. Um, you know, and I, I appreciate Matt doing that, and I appreciate the points he made. I um, I just disagree, right? I, I, I don't think just because someone is critical of you, uh, that, you know, you say, don't use the services. And again, I, I also don't believe people are saying to ignore travel bans. I, I don't think that was ever the point people were making. I think people wanted to say, maybe this portal needs another look. Maybe it needs a little more clarification. And that's what people were saying. Again, I could be wrong. Uh, that's what I was saying. Uh, when Brian and I talked about it on Friday, we were just saying, I, I think it's, you look at travel bans, you look at Erie County, I think this portal is going to be very you – know, no storm is the same. No travel ban's the same. There's never just a – you know, you, very rarely is there a travel ban in all of Erie County like there was last year. So I, I think it. I think the portal just – I think it's okay to be critical of the portal. I don't think people are critical of travel bans. If, if I remember correctly, people were saying that the travel ban should have been implemented earlier last year, not that it shouldn't have existed – um, but, you know, I also think Mark Polencar's hears different things than what are actually said sometimes. Uh, 803-0930, star 930, if you'd like to get on and talk about it. Um, you know, Matt also brought up COVID and um, hospitals being uh, um, flooded during COVID. And, and, you know, they were, um, especially at the beginning of COVID. But I also think that, you know, if we're going to, if people are going to be judged when they get to the hospital about what they did or didn't do in life, I, I think now we're really, I think that's a really slippery slope, right? I mean, if you're going to tell people, hey, you didn't get the vaccine, you shouldn't go to a hospital, what are you going to say to the person who's 500 pounds? Again, I, I'm not saying, I, I think services, county services are for everybody, right? Hospitals are, are for everybody. In New York State, you can't be turned down from a hospital. So I, I think that's a real slippery, slippery slope if you're going to say, hey, don't take this vaccine. Or if you don't take this vaccine, you, should, you, you know, don't be begging to go to the hospital. Okay, but the person who's 500 pounds and 
made poor choices in life, they sh- they're okay to go to the hospital. Again, the hospital's for everybody. I just I, I think it's a very slippery slope with that um, with that criticism. And again, I, I also don't think that because you didn't get the vaccine, now you should be looked any any differently because people who got the vaccine also got COVID, right? I mean, I, I always give the example of um, if you listen to the station during COVID, you know I got the first two shots. I didn't get anything after that. Um, my wife got the booster shot. She got really sick after the booster shot. So that scared me away from ever getting the booster shot. She never got a booster shot after that. Then we both got COVID in May of 21, 22. And my wife who had the booster shot got sicker with COVID than I did, who didn't have the booster shot. So that's when I said, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm in decent shape at 35. I don't need the, 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 uh, the booster. I don't need the, the COVID vaccine. So I just think it's a very slippery slope. And I get very uncomfortable when people say, well, because you made this slight decision, you shouldn't be allowed in the hospital. No. I mean, we all make decisions. Some of us make better decisions than others. I don't think, again, I don't know your health. And I, that's another thing with the vaccine. Like people are, are well, everyone should get the, the vaccine. Well, no, I don't think so. Again, consult your doctor. Um, but I, I think that's just such a 2021 way to look, to look at it. Um, you know, I, I, as someone who has only gotten the flu shot twice, and, the one, and one of the two times I got it, I got really sick with the flu, I, I don't get the flu shot. So if I get the flu and I get really sick, I shouldn't go to the hospital? You know what I mean? I don't have the COVID booster. If I get COVID and get really sick, I shouldn't go. I, I just, I don't think, I don't like when people say that. And again, I'll just go back to, okay, so the person who eats fast food seven days a week and is in awful health because of the decisions they made, they, they, shouldn't go, they shouldn't be allowed to go to the hospital or they should be allowed, but the person who didn't get the vaccine shouldn't. I just think it's a really slippery slope and it's a, uh, again, you want to, say that and whatever but I don't think we should ever be telling people well you made this decision so you shouldn't get medical care or you were critical of my travel bans so you shouldn't call 911 I just I get very uneasy very uneasy when that conversation when that topic comes up 8030930 star 930 okay so um oh and as a texter says no Republican has called for not funding emergency services, which 100% texter. <laughs> and then there's another texter. I love the text part. There's someone who's obviously listening on delay on the app and says, looks like you're another one who can't face reality. Super Bowl hopefuls. No, Super Bowl doubtfuls. Very, very I, I, I do always think that's funny when someone's listening like to the, to the first segment when we're still live on the air. Anyway, so in Amherst, there is an 11% tax hike proposed, and there is a meeting on it today. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people will be making the trip there to hear about this 11% tax increase. Amherst residents, what is your response to the tax increase, and what do you want to hear? And should it be at a me- should it be at a meeting? If you're going to this meeting, what do you plan on saying if you get the opportunity to say something? But should it be a meeting or, you know, when you announce something like this, shouldn't the residents of Amherst, you know, we get so many flyers during the um, during the election season. 
And, you know, with all this crap of why you should vote for me, why you shouldn't vote for me, shouldn't, shouldn't when you propose a tax increase like this, shouldn't the taxpayers of Amherst get one of those campaign-like postcards with everything that's going into this 11% tax hike? Like, why do you have to find that out either at this meeting or through the media? If you're an Amherst taxpayer, which I'm not, I rent, but if you pay property tax, shouldn't this be in your mailbox? Bullet points of, why this needs to be done. Maybe bullet points of why this couldn't be announced until after the election. I I think that's just such dirty politics. And what's the acceptable answer? What what could could be said tonight for the 11% tax hike that you would say, oh, you know what? That makes a lot of sense and walk away. I can't imagine what that thing is, but I'd like to know from you. 803-0930, star 930, Amherst uh, uh, implementing an 11% tax increase. Erie County, as we talked about last week, um, getting rid of the gas tax break at the end of February. And all these things announced after the election. Again, that's usually when this kind of stuff happens. I think it's a sad reality of politics. But what are you thinking going in to this meeting tonight and looking looking around Amherst? You know, I, I, I'm trying to think where in Amherst this 11% could go. You know, actually, my dad and I were talking about this on the drive to the Bills game yesterday, no lie. And, um, you know, I know there's projects going on. Again, I think a lot of that's being funded by the companies that are putting their store there. Um, but is this going towards infrastructure? Again, the roads with New York State, Erie County, and the town, I never know who's in charge of what. But is the 11% going to go towards infrastructure? Are they going to finally fix Maple Road? I've worked at WBEN for almost 14 years. And Maple Road in front of the station has always been a mess. Then they finally put some kind of like strip thing to cover up the um, the bump in the road. But now when you drive on that, it sounds like there's something wrong with your car. Is that what the 11 percent's going to? Is it going to finally fix Maple Road? I have no say. I don't pay taxes. Again, I, I rent in Amherst. And in January, I will be a resident of Clarence. So I won't even be in Amherst. Um, but Amherst is the biggest suburb, so I know there's a lot of you out there saying, yeah, this is what I'd like to hear. This is what I want to see with the 11%. 803 star 930, Amherst to raise taxes 11%. Your reaction, and again, what is something that could be listed where, okay, maybe you're still upset, but you're a little more understanding of the tax hike, or does that one thing not exist? Uh, let's go to Amherst. Kyle's in Amherst. Kyle, what is your reaction to this? Yeah, I know we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, I believe. But, uh, again, I, my, my my argument is they waited to after the election uh, to sneak it in. And I liked your idea earlier, a few minutes ago, we talked about sending out a, a you know a blatant a mailer 
to uh, the residents, uh, you know, to let us know uh, that there's a potential, you know, uh, tax increase, you know. But I, I think part of the money is going to go to life and Niagara Falls Boulevard Mall. You know, I, I see I'm really against that because the Boulevard Mall should be a, uh, a private investment, you know, it should be public related. They already uh, did eminent domain to get uh, the, the location, and and now they're using taxpayers' dollars to develop it. And the lighting, I, I mean, I run in the morning time, uh, at least in my area, uh, which is basically Millsport and uh, uh, Eggert, and the lighting seems fine to me, you know. So I, I, I don't know why we in a rush to increase the percent uh, to the lighting, uh, stuff like that. But, again, you know, I, I, I just don't like it, man. It's just, you know, we should be able to at least vote. Uh, nay or yay, you know? Yeah, you know, we, we had that question on the back of our ballots about, um, you know, school funding and federal funds, which no one even, I mean, even people in office didn't know what the hell that question was, yet we can't get the question of, would you support an 11% you know, tax increase for this, this, and this. Uh, I, I, I think questions like that should be on every ballot, Kyle. I, I think it would actually get people out to the polls, um, but of course that's not what they want in an odd, you know, odd year election. They they want you to vote, and then they'll tell you. Um, but you know, I tell you what else too. This is what's going to happen. You're, six months from now, uh, you're going to see. Oh, we're going to increase our salaries. There's going to be a vote for the board and other uh, other people who are now going to get a, probably a, a cost of living uh, increase. Watch, you'll see. Yeah, and and, the, and they'll need the cost of living increase because their taxes went up, which they did. <laughs> You know, I, I don't know, man. I, I just think we're we're just we're we're like living in the twilight twilight zone in this country right now. At least people must be watching and like, are we? Is this real? You know, is this fictional or is this real life? Because you know, who in the right mind just increases a eleven percent? I mean, imagine her fixed income. My mom, she she she's an elderly. She lives in Amherst. She's a eighty nine year old senior citizen. Uh, who only gets Social Security? She can't afford a, you know, a little bump like that. You know, I mean, we got a lot of fixed income seniors that live in this area. My next door neighbor, you know, uh, people. I mean, they just people. I mean, in that case, then okay, if you're going to raise the percent up a little bit, then then what they really honestly should do is, I know people aren't going to like it, but if you have no kids, then you should pay a percent. You know, you should pay a lower percent than the people who actually have kids. Uh, because imagine you're 90 years old or 75, 80, your kids already went to the district, you know, uh, back when cost was cheap. I mean, now we're spending like $18,000 per student. I like to know where that money goes. But <laughs> again, you know, I mean, now you're going to rob them with a little extra more money for the uh, taxes. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, and 11% is just, it's such a high number. Like, you know, we're, we're talking about the, the gas tax, which is what? Eight percent, maybe even less than that. And Amherst is coming out with you know eleven percent tax. Like I, Kyle, I don't know the answer. I like your idea of you know because when you when the kids leave the house, you lose that tax write off. So it'd be nice if you got a, if you got relief somewhere else for hey now you're through the having kid you know the the kids age you're back to just the two of you in the house. Here's a little help. Here's a little less going um, because you have mm-hmm. less people living there. I, I think that makes uh, see Kyle. We should run for office. This, this stuff makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but the problem is we, we see people like us are practical, reasonable. So you, you can't get people like that in the office anymore. Those days are gone. 
you know, so that's the problem. No one's going to back me uh, because of my ideas sound too, uh, I, you know, too, too, too realistic. That's the problem. Yeah, no, I've always said, like, if I ever wanted to, uh, which I never would run, run for office, just to be just to be clear, but none of the major parties would back me. I'd, I'd have to run an independent campaign, so. <laughs> Kyle, well, always yeah, great. That baby. I mean, I've been there with that diarrhea, man, that, and it's got that smell, too, man. Oh. Good luck with that, child. Oh, it, 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 it's got the smell, and then, not, I mean, I know we're getting close to some people going to, to dinner. Uh, it's got the smell, and then, you, you know, he's now at this age where he wants to touch everything. It's like, no, could, so now I have to, like, give him a toy so his hands are up by his head while I'm, you know, changing his diaper, or then I have to clean his hands. And, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> – Saturday was a messy morning. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Christmas, Kyle. Thanks for uh, thanks for the call. Kyle in Amherst opens a line for you at 803-0930, star 930. When we come back, we're talking Amherst tax hike. We're talking the polling cars tweets. We're talking the bills. Those calls are still welcome at 803-0930. And we're going to throw in a little something else. So I, I, I want to take your calls on those on those three things, okay? I want to keep on hearing, especially if you plan on going to the meeting tonight. I want to hear what, what, what do you expect? What are you expecting to hear? 803-0930, star 930 is the number. It is Beamer in for Bowerly. Two hours down, two hours to go here on News Radio 930 WBEN. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.